Oh no, fuck that's that not, Fahrenheit. No, it's four fifty one. What the fuck is that book called? Fahrenheit four one one. That's yeah, not four fifty one. That's not because <laughs> that's the fucking temperature that that's paper not burns. It. <laughs> Firefighter, I am a fire starter. I'm Michael Twisted Firefighter. Michael farter, B. Jordan. Firefighter. That's not what I meant to say. I'm Jenna, and I'm Khadija. Welcome to the Ghouls and Galdem podcast. We've created this space for fans of the horror noir film genre that crave nuanced representation and commentary. From the perspectives of Black women, Black storytellers, and Black horror fans who geek out and freak out (laughs) over anything that gets us gooped and spooked. Welcome back to another episode of the Ghouls and Geldem podcast. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you check out our episode description for content and trigger warnings if your head or your heart requires that information. Yo, and today we're coming at y'all with another special episode. Yes, we are. We're following up our episode on the transfiguration with a deep dive into all things vampire. Mm-hmm. If it's about sexy vampires. We're going to be talking about it. And, you know, we're also going to be talking about some not-so-sexy vampires, you know, like the scary ones. Oh, yeah. Those two things aren't mutually exclusive. That's true. So what are your tops? What are your top vampire faves? What's What's your top flicks? What's your top movies, shows? What's up? Okay, so I've definitely let some of these slip over the last season and a half. You've heard me talk about True Blood. You've heard me talk about how much I love that series. As corny as it is, I rewatched it a couple months ago. It's one of the only shows that I watched consistently while it was on the air. Yeah, like I normally... Well, yeah, I mean, Passions was definitely... Okay, is that a roast? Was that a read? That was, that was that, a read. No, 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 because we all watch Passions, and I know all the listeners in some way watch Passions, because that was a bop of a theme song, and, like, when a bitch is in a hole for, like, at least two fucking seasons, we're like, Sheridan, get out of the hole. You are my passion for life. Oh, God, it was so good. <laughs> Welcome back to Passion. Oh, goodness. It's a shame mm-hmm. that show didn't have any vampires on it. Because you know what? It wouldn't have been a leap from reality, the reality of that world, for them to have vampires on it. I mean, Yo, everything else that was going cool. on in that show was wild as hell. So if yeah. they throw some vampires in there, I would have been down. They did do one. No, I don't want to like interrupt the flow of the thing, but I just realized that if I'm not mistaken, on One Life to Live, they had a whole vampire fucking timeline or like no storyline arc. And like the really sexy guy, oh, oh, what's his name? He has dark eyes and he's no, he has light eyes and he has This is a different soap opera. Yeah, and like it was weird, but it was hot, and I only watched One Life to Live just because of that. And then when it was done, when the whole plotline was over, I was like, peace. <laughs> Those soap operas are a different breed, let me tell you that. Oh, they love to put it in, but <laughs> continue, continue on your on your journey, yes, your vampire yes, yes. journey. So we got True Blood. Yeah. Obviously, Interview with the Vampire, so very formative for me as well. Watched that very young, maybe a little too yeah. young, but I don't regret it. No, you don't regret it. Of course not. The image of Kirsten Dunst as a little girl vampire just made me want to be a little girl vampire. <laughs> You're like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, especially if you get turned like right before you get your period. What? Just like never have to have a period. What? Oh, (laughs) the benefits. The benefits. I mean, I'm sure it comes with its pros and cons, right? Well, yeah. You're just 12 forever, which 
you can't get no regular dick because like any dick that wants to have sex with you is that's some pedophile shit yeah you already have to like that's a red flag even if you're 100 years old and it's like yeah you still want to fuck me as a 12 year old that's weird that's weird okay we're moving on from this conversation yeah no it's over yeah but some things you got to think about as a vampire Okay, so I also love Underworld as far as like a franchise of films goes. Oh, yes, yes. I'll come back to this later on in our conversation as well. And I have a partial, you know, affinity for what we do in the shadows, particularly season one, episode four, because I got to play a paramedic on that show. Bummed that I didn't get to play a vampire, but... If you go to season one, episode four of What We Do in the Shadows, you may see yours truly. Go watch it. Go watch it. Go watch it's it. It's also a good movie franchise. Like It's to a get great a film, show. great like, series. Yeah. No, I watched that when I was with William in Scotland. It was the first time I ever watched it. And we were like, okay, fuck it. Let's watch it. And I was like, yo, I love Peter. I love Peter. I love Nosferatu. <sighs> I, love, I love the whole thing. The werewolves are fucking hilarious. The whole thing is actually pretty great. I enjoy the whole thing. It's great. Even though I'm not into Flight of the Concords, but like, that's okay. Yeah, I get that they're a particular flavor of comedy. Honestly, I like their songs. I think I like their songs and I don't like the show. That's fair. Okay, what do you like? (laughs) What I like. Tell me what you do like. What? Tell me what vampire flicks and shows you like. Honestly, vampires, they have informed me as a human being. Oh my God, Vampire Wars. That's an anime. I totally forgot about that one. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. So like, there's like little things and they're all, they're all different. That's why I love horror so much is because you can go in so many ways. So like, number one is I'm going to say Dracula because that definitely informed a lot of like romance for me. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, you love me so much that you want to come back from the dead for me? (laughs) Love it. That's how much you love me. That's how much I love me too. Also, he's just beautiful because like, honestly, the blue sunglasses, the gray suit, the top hat. Bram Stoker's Dracula is a formative one for me too. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. And like Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder. Right. And Gary Oldman. Oh God. Yeah. And like, oh, that fellow from Saw. What's his name? And from Princess Bride, you know who plays Wesley? He's in it too. He plays the American or the British oh, dude. I want to say Carrie Elwes. Mm, but I don't that know. could he's be just, wrong. He's just I'm always gonna been look sexy. it up. Because the internet is my friend. And that whole thing was a bop. And then I remember when I read like the book, I had gotten it from like my seventh grade teacher and she's like, dog, it's not like the movie. And I'm like, yo, Miss Hartley, can you chill? Like, can you just let me live my life? (laughs) (laughs) Like, let me do this here. And I'm telling you, when she's like, it's diary entries. I'm like, bitch, it don't matter. It's Dracula. You don't know how much I love vampires, bitch. Like, don't, (laughs) don't come for me like that. And I read it. It took me until I was 21 to finish that fucking book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? That bitch was dry. That bitch was long. And it was basically just a bunch of British people being sad about not being able to have sex or being sad about how they're like, they like sex, but they don't want to have it. And Puritan culture is gross. Then the uh, ending was like such a letdown. And I'm like, just have the sex. The movie was better than the book. That's all I got. No say. doubt. No like, doubt. Duh. So we got that. We got interview with a vampire. Interjection. Yeah. Sorry, interjection here. His name is indeed Carrie Elwes. That was a very educated guess on my Ooh, part. Oh, that's good. Great. You want me on your team for seeing it. <laughs> the circle gets the square, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and interview with the vampire. Again, beautiful. It's everything. It's where they travel. It's how they are. And Tom Cruise is the best. I'm sorry. I really think that those years were like a really like great time for Tom Cruise. Yeah. And like, you know, it's not like it's bad now, but I'm going to tell you, like, there's that little time capsule in time before he jumped on the yellow couch and before Scientology. Don't come for me, Scientology. Okay. Yeah. I'm not yeah. famous. Cut it out. Don't <laughs> lose your shit. <laughs> Just in case, like, you know, I've seen enough, yeah, like, you need a remedy that, <laughs> you know, once Scientologists listens to this at least once, and they're going to have us on the shit list, and I don't want to hear it. I mean, if we're on the shit list, we're on the shit list. What are we going to do? Can't please everyone. 
obviously Blade. We have that that whole franchise as a whole. Like, ooh, we gotta get that. Vampires is just called Vampires. It is directed by oh yeah, it's John Carpenter. Yeah, yeah, that's my boy. Oh shit, yeah. James Woods is in there. You know, before he got super conservative and weird. Mm-hmm. But like, that's definitely like a if I'm like you know when you just sit and you just want to stare at something that you just think is attractive for a minute. Like, there's at least like three snacks in that that I can just watch and it's fun. And then you get like. You know, vampires <laughs> dying it. No, I'm I'm about it. Then a goodie and an oldie that I also forgot is definitely one of my favorite movies is Dracula Dead and Loving It with Wesley Nielsen. We have to like, you know, give shout know outs. It's a Mel Brooks movie and Wesley Nielsen plays Leslie Dracula. Nielsen? Is it Wesley Nielsen or is it Nestle? What's his name? It's, it's Leslie. Leslie. Leslie with an L. From from the Yukon, my man. Yeah. Remember that Canadian minute? Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Leslie Nielsen of like Naked Gun fame. Yeah, that's our man. And it basically is like the whole story of Dracula, but it's a parody. And there's just too many funny shits in it. And like Renfield is hilarious. And like it talks about all the repression of sexual shit. And then also just makes fun of like, oh yeah, like I was having a daymare. And I'm like, that's very cute. Like they do little cute jokes like that, and hmm. like I've I've watched that since I was little. I know every word. I know everything. Like oh, then hmm. the last one, in which I'm gonna do a shout out to Full Moon Productions because they're they're great at making B plus slash D plus rated trash. Is subspecies? I'm gonna go with five because that was the first one I ever saw. And, like, there's just a lot of goo in it and a lot of cool prosthetics. And, like, they're in Europe and it's shot really bad. But it just... <laughs> you gotta love those ones. You know, like, Full Moon just has a place in my heart. Like, shout outs to anybody who loves Full Moon. Love it. We'll give Buffy, an un- un- like, an honorable mention because, like, you know, we gotta give Buffy her dues. I thought about adding Buffy to my list, but... She kills vampires, and I think that's shameful because I love vampires. Oh, yeah, so. we're, we're, we're repping. <laughs> Paul Rubin. Paul Rubin was a great vampire. The Spike, great vampire. Oh. I mean, pretty problematic. Uh, most of the characters on that show are largely problematic. But... Yeah, because the maker is a psycho. What's his name? Yeah. What's his name? Josh. Josh. It's not Josh. I thought that Josh, Josh Whedon... I thought his name was Josh the entire no, time. Not. I've been calling him Josh. Josh. I'm like, there's no way that Josh, Josh, however you say that shit, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> By Josh Whedon. So one that I forgot to mention that I have to shout out, especially after mentioning it in the Transfiguration episode is Let the Right One In. I was introduced to this movie by Bretton Hannum and Kristen Swinkles back in like 2009. And I will forever be thankful for seeing that movie when I did because it changed my life. <laughs> I think that's a slightly dramatic statement, but... Hey, that's what it is, baby. Yeah, it is what it is. I loved the storytelling. I loved the cinematography of it. I loved just like these... Kids that are at the center of the story were such amazing actors as well. And their characters are so fascinating. I could talk about that movie forever, but I will stop and just say that that is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. So moving on, I think now it's time to talk about our least favorite or most hated vampire flicks or shows. Okay, so what's it for you, Jenna? Honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, I think that this movie did not need a two or a three. And maybe I'm shocking you. I don't know if you know this is a thing, but Dust Till Dawn two and three can suck my anus. They can oh, wow, suck okay. it. They can okay. suck it. Okay, that's some strong feelings. I thought I was going to get more vampire strippers. Like, because who doesn't love vampire strippers? I love vampire strippers. 
what do we pay them in? Do we pay, like, do we just like spray them in blood? I don't know, but like, I'll throw bloody dollars on them. I don't care. Like, I'll give them anything they want because they're vampires and like, you know, titties everywhere. It just happens. Like vampire strippers are great, but like, it didn't need a second one. I feel like it was fine on its own. And even the quality went down, but I'm not going to say like the actors went down. The actors were fine, but like the stories were stupid. And I just, I think they should have quit while they're ahead. And that was it for me. Like, interesting. not too strong. I don't know. I, I don't just think, think you can't I've compete. I've never even seen it. You don't need to. But like, you know. No, I'm good. Give I'm, based on your recommendation alone. Yeah, no. Mm, no. And I have a hemorrhoid right now. So like sucking on my anus wrong raw so like no like you don't want to be sucking on my anus right now so like yeah they're bad movies yeah okay so um i'm gonna try to contend with the fact that uh we just shared with all of our listeners that um you're dealing with some anal discomfort oh it's Uh, okay i don't need yeah it it has to be okay it has to be okay. This it is the Ghouls and Yaldem podcast. We are <laughs> we are gals, and sometimes we're a little bit ghoulish. You know, <laughs> it's just it's just the reality of how we how we operate. <laughs> and with that, my least favorite or most hated vampire flick. This is a complicated one for me because I hated it on principle for quite a long time. And then actually got around to watching it and discovered that I don't actually hate it that much. It's not as bad as, I mean, it's as bad as I think it is. You can love and hate it. I do love and hate it. Yeah, you you can do that. It's Twilight. I'm going to say it with my chest. I (laughs) love and hate Twilight. (laughs) I understand. I understand. I get it. It was a phenomenon. Okay, so with that... How was your journey into Twilight? Like, were you, were you like swept up with everybody else where like, it just like popped out of nowhere or what, what was, what was absolutely not. I was morally opposed to it as someone who grew up watching what I thought were like really good vampire movies. By the time Twilight came out, I was like, I can't, I can't watch something where vampires are written as being sparkly sparkling oh. under the sun okay it just, milo it just <laughs> <laughs> listen i'm not alone in this idea no, that it's not. a foolish concept okay mm-hmm. vampire skin is sallow and lacking in you know there's no Anything. blood flow there's yeah. nothing it's lackluster so nope. By the very nature of it being, of it lacking luster, it couldn't possibly sparkle. (laughs) Remember when everybody thought their skin was so cold and so they had like twilight dildos? Oh, God. And you could put them in the freezer. And I'm like, yo, why are you putting, why, like, would you, I guess you could like shove an ice cube up your coochie if you wanted to. But like, would you want to? Would that burn? No. I feel like that would burn. Like the, like, and stick. Burn it would probably stick. stick to you, like when your tongue sticks to a pole, <laughs> like a frozen Imagine. phone pole or something. You know what I mean? So, the, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you're just yanking on this, like, Edward Cullen frozen dick. <laughs> it's just ripping. No, your not into it. Is, uh, not into it. The way that I got into Twilight, it was actually by accident. And it w- was because we had, like, our exams. I don't know if it was grade 11 exams or grade 12 exams. And, like, I didn't want to walk home because, like, I don't know. I lived, like, at least, like, a a solid 30-minute walk from school. And I was like, fuck that. I'll wait for the bus. i like, I'll loafed. So I loafed it in the library. I saw this book with this big fucking apple on it. And I was like, ooh, I like it. It's red. The the cover, the cover's black. The thing is, like, shiny. And it said Twilight. And then it said something about vampires. And I was like, ooh, doggy, you're speaking my (laughs) language. And I read pieces of this book throughout the whole time of like the exam thing so i just stayed during the exam period until the buses come and i finished the book but the thing is twilight wasn't like nothing had happened with twilight like nothing it wasn't a movie yet it, no there was no movie nobody like really really knew anything about it and whatever and then like literally i think it was that summer or the year after is when it blew up so i was already like 
yeah, no, I know, I know about that. But then it like everybody started acting all goofy and shit. And I was like, no, like stop being goofy. Like this isn't great. This is just fine. This is fine <laughs> vampire. Like, have you all lost fluff. your minds? Like, yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Like, the design is great, but like <laughs> Bella is atrocious and like everybody else sucks. I'd fuck Edward though. I think that the best thing about Twilight is that it spurred the Fifty Shades of Grey fan fiction. Oh, and like the pants theory. I don't know this pants theory. So like, basically, I forget who told me this once. I think it might have been Phil. Told me about like, to write like a generic pants person, like same thing with like Fifty Shades of Grey. It's like, they could relate to anybody. Like, it's kind of like a way to like, get people to be able to relate to the character is that they're so blase and so plain <laughs> and so nothing that like anybody anyone could, just, could wear them yeah anybody could wear them the sisterhood of the traveling bella okay the traveling <laughs> bella swan just rocking those guest bellas just those apple bottom bellas you know what i mean those costco bellas here you go like those levi bellas Bella oh, Levi's, goodness. you know Those what I mean? Wrangler Bellas. <laughs> yeah, no, Deezer Bellas, like, you know? Wow, so, interesting. That's the same thing with Fifty Shades of Grey. It's just like, yeah. you know, it's just so relatable because there's no defining factors about her. So they are the two boringest women in the world. <laughs> okay, so now I want to know, of all of the vampire content that you've consumed over your life, what yeah. has been the most terrifying enough to cause like a restless night, a nightmare, oh. something that's just kept you up? <laughs> well, it's the thing that I love most. Okay. Cause like as a kid, like I'd watch vampire movies and horror movies and whatever. And like, cause no censorship in the house. Woo woo. Bad parenting or just reckless parenting. I don't know. <laughs> maybe a little bit both. <laughs> <laughs> We all handle our traumas in various ways. You know, and the leprechaun scared the shit out of me. I know that's not a vampire, but it's building up into that. So like, I always wanted to watch the leprechaun and that would scare mm. the shit out of me when I'd go to bed. Then Dust Till Dawn and Bordello of Blood, which mm. like Bordello of Blood is a Tales from the Crypt Keeper film adjacent from Demon Knight. And the thing is, is both movies have to deal with vampire, okay, vampire strippers, vampire prostitutes. And for some reason, these vampire sex workers just kept my ass up terrified all night until eventually <laughs> my little ass could simmer the fuck down and just handle what I've been given as a gift and just not be afraid that vampire sex workers are going to come after me. Because, like, they didn't, like, bite me or attack me. I don't know why. They were just frightening. But in, when I'd watch the movie, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Blood, butts, and titties. Yeah. And maybe some, you know, what's that? You know that little, like, that line that goes, like, by, like, the like the dude part of the crotch? What do you call that? You call that the L's? What do you call it? The V? You know? A little bit of the V? What? The what? You know, and like, there's like really like muscular dudes and they got that V thing going on where it's like, you know, like okay, with the belly Okay, okay, okay. Not just dudes, because Pink had that shit back in the early knots. I remember, you know, yeah. when those low rider jeans the, were all up on the scene. Yes, the V, yep. the flying V. Not mistaken the for v. the Mighty Ducks, but <laughs> we're going to nuts. And like that mm -hmm. little thing, yeah, no, that's kind of like, yeah, maybe it was just me being afraid of how sexy it was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What about you? <laughs> okay, I mean, mine isn't actually that interesting, so I wanted to skip mine and just go into bangable vampires. But I guess I'll say, for me, I was going to say the stripper scene in Dusk Till Dawn, but I actually think that what gave me chills as a kid were the scenes from Bram Stoker's Dracula where they're in like, you know, the secret society space and similar to in Eyes Wide Shut when <laughs> they're in like the orgy place. Oh, shit. 
I was going to call this vampire orgy. You have no idea yeah, how much I was going to call this episode vampire orgy. <laughs> it's any sort of clandestine club of vampires where they're behind the doors of an unassuming structure in your neighborhood. You know, that castle, I guess, I guess maybe not a castle down the street, but you know, that really old building down the street from your school, you know, could actually be a coven where all these vampires are gathering. And if you're out late at night, they could snatch you. You could get snatched up. They could. They definitely could. So I would say that that's probably what terrified me the most. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I want to (laughs) know. Who are you going to Now we're going to talk about most bangable vampires. Oh, Oh, yeah. I'm rubbing my palms together. All of them. Mm. Mm, 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 honestly mm, all of mm. them even the gross ones can get it like honestly like subspecies yeah i know you're I'm sick. sick i'm sick you're even sick. like jared from blade 2 can get it you're sick i know yeah, yeah you gotta try everything sick. at least you know yeah. i'm like bat fucking i don't know <laughs> <laughs> what's the wingspan like my guy <laughs> could you imagine that like just whoosh. <laughs> i would say that most bangable. Okay. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to give you a top 10 because I can't pick just one because, like, you can't just ten. have one. I don't get shit. Girl, yeah, we ain't no. got time for 10. Vampire orgy. Okay. I won't. I promise. Uh. I'll do, I'll do like, uh, uh, I'll do like four. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'll have a harem. It's okay. So we got Valak from Vampires. Again, that's another reason why I even watched that movie is because, like, you know, he's so hot. Then you have Gary Oldman. Like, no. Like, mm. that's squeaky clean. Like, that's... Mm-hmm. Chasing waterfalls. <laughs> Don't stick in the river. And... Oh, who's You're the sick. other one? The other one is... Okay, you got him, him, Wesley Snipes. Because, like, Wesley Snipes is just, like, an attractive man all day, all every day. And I have to make sure that I have to give him his flowers every day. And the last <laughs> one is that dude that I tried to say that I couldn't remember. That that dude from I'm gonna find him. You continue with your sexy ones, and I'm gonna Carrie find Elvis? this man. No, I'm gonna find this dude. I'm gonna okay. find him. You go do a Google search, and I will list my three because I have specifically three. <laughs> so okay. Wesley Snipes, of course. Yeah. Because just like you said, we gotta give that man his flowers because right. he looks good all day, every day. We could be sister wives. We could be. We also have on my list Bill Nighy from oh, Underworld. Yeah, I know. When, I got a thing thinking, for him too. Oh, There's something about oh. it. I don't know, man. There's okay. something about I'm it. I'm thinking specifically when Celine wakes him up too early. <laughs> she wakes him up too early. And she's like, he's not supposed to be waking up for like another 75 years or something. But she's like, the vampires are under attacked by the lichens. So we gotta, I won't, I, I had to wake you up. And she's like trying to like, he's, he's barely regained his strength after being like a shriveled up prune in the crypt for two, 300 years. And she's explaining to him why she had to wake him up. And he just like has enough of her explanation. And he just goes like, Whoa! just like scoffs at her and it is forever ingrained in my memory that tiny little reaction that he has to her it's flawless it's so powerful it's amazing that's me don't you don't you ever wake me up don't you ever don't you ever there's no reason like people people need to know this like don't like if there is a fire wake me up if there's a death in the family or anywhere you can wake me up but if it's in the morning don't even try. Wait till yeah. I wake up. That's it. If you don't, you die. And I feel like Celine too. I would have fucking bashed her head against the wall. Like, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't need you for the prophecy. I'm pissed. <laughs> and then I don't think you could talk about sexy vampires without mentioning Eric Northman from True Blood. You know, Alexander Skarsgård will forever hold a oh, six yeah. foot fifty five inch. <laughs> spot in my heart. Suck it. I know that's not him, but it doesn't matter. Suck it. 
Yeah, oh God. I mean, Stephen Moyer's pretty hot too, but like No, Eric Dog. I listen. Eric if all it's day. Team Bill or Team Eric, Team Eric's always gonna get it for me. Yeah, Team Eric can get it. And then and then Bill can just he can watch. It's fine. Bill can watch. Yeah. Bill His name watch. is Michael Easton. Okay. I don't know if you know who that is. I don't know, audience, if you know who that is. Google it, search it. It's a handsome, <laughs> it's a handsome man. If you like, like, you know, daytime detectives. <laughs> if you like yourself some SVU, if you like yourself just some regular law and order, give her, buddy. Detective. Yeah, he does look like a daytime detective. Yeah. So much yeah. leather, dog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it's the so middle funny. part. Oh, yeah, General so Hospital. Bad. There you go. Yes. Oh, I'll tell it to you. Okay, so since you're talking about, you know, the Bill Nye and the, and the underworld, since you've been on that underworld tip, what is it? Is it vampires or is it werewolves? Obviously vampires. I know. Because I also love that they're often put like placed in opposition to one another. Yeah. Obviously, in Twilight, you got Team Jacob, Team Edward. In Underworld, there's the whole war between the lichens and the vampires. And wanting control over them because they cannot yeah. be controlled and da 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't yeah. be tamed. But gun to my head, I'm going to choose vampires any day. I'd rather be a vampire than a werewolf. Yeah. Easily. Like, Easily. I, this is the thing. If I could control myself, then that would be a different story maybe. But the fact that werewolves, like, their whole general thing is that they cannot control themselves. Even though, like, vampires can't either. When they see blood, they lose their mind. But at least they can be like, I'm going to go on a hunger strike if I feel like it. And then maybe, like, yeah. by accident. And older vampires can control the hunger. You know. Oh, yo, fuck that. You actually just, like, reunited a thing in my body. Another most hated movie that I hate, that I really hate that's a horror movie, is The Hunger. I'm sorry, all you like you Bowie fans out there. I read the book. I watched the movie. Oh, yeah. Don't come for me. They were terrible. Don't even. Oh, yeah. I had a rough go of that whole situation. I was so Yeah, I never cheesed. got into that one. I never got I was, into that one. It was bad. I was like, why all this for nothing? I don't know why this one just popped in my head either, but 40 Days of Night? Love that oh. vampire movie. Love that movie because circumstantially... I think any book or series or film, like any story that forces your characters into one spot that they just can't escape is already super fascinating to me. 40 Days of Night. Oh, I think the way they did it was fantastic. But the thing is, I'll tell you, it's a movie that I do not like watching. I hate that movie. That's the other movie. That's the other movie I forgot. 40 Days of Nights. Hate it. Love it. And we had to do the 40-hour famine while we were watching it. Like somebody, it's a 30-hour like, famine, hey. but dog. Somebody was like, hey, hey, let's put on 40 Days of Night. And like I'm in the basement being like, fucking can't eat. Fucking <laughs> doing good shit and da-da-da-da-da. Even though we found out later we could have eaten rice because our dumb asses were like, it's a famine. It's not like we're starving. <laughs> like you still have food. You just can't eat too much food. We're so dumb. It's okay. Like... We we learned our lesson, but somebody was like, let's put on 40 days a night. And I'm like, I'm already hungry. And now I have to watch the Josh Hartnett. It's Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. It? Yeah. I have to watch Josh Hartnett fucking go around for like an hour and 40 minutes chasing after fucking Arctic vampires. <laughs> I, I, I try to like knock myself out after that. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's. <laughs> but i'd be a vampire too i really would because like they're better they're better they are better maybe i can be a mixed maybe i can be a mixed one maybe i could have like i only turn into a vampire on the full moon but i still get to be like young forever but like <laughs> i have to only drink a little bit of blood like a tiny bit that'd be a catch yeah okay so vampire books that you've read i would say that like i have read like I said, Twilight and all those other things. And like, I've tried Anne Rice. I know there's other, I'm not, I'm like Fledgling. I know like I enjoyed Fledgling. Some people don't consider it a vampire book. Some people do. Some people have problems with the book. I'm going to say that like, this shit's really interesting. And I think we should all look it up. 
depending on who you are. If you don't like it, that's totally okay. Octavia, Goddard, Butler, Lover. But I read this series when I was a kid. I remember just randomly picked up like, it was like The Last Vampire. And it had like, you know, like those, uh, that chick that you always talk about and we always love her because like we do flat, we make flowers in the attic jokes all the time. AC Andrews oh, or VC? VC Andrews. Yeah, VC Andrews. <laughs> So like this book kind of had like a, a VC Andrews kind of like thing because it had like a rose or something on the front or like a hand on it. And then you opened up the thing and it had like a bigger picture and you're like, Ew. um, and it was like Last Vampire 2. And I read this book. I lost my mind. I was like, what? I'm like, I need, <laughs> I need to find more. I need to find more. And then we went to the library and like just ate them all up. Christopher Pike. Like, you know, some people love R.L. Stein. I love R.L. Stein. I'm a Fear Street ho till I die. Like, rocket to, like, no. But Christopher Pike has some bangers, too. And, like, I found myself trying to find, like, this is, like, when the internet was just coming into fashion. Like, dial-up was happening. And I'm, like, <laughs> weirdly trying to still find things you in the Dewey Decimal System and trying to get on the internet to be like, is there more books? Are there more? I don't know. I need to know. And then reading the first one and going through it, it's like this whole journey of this chick where like they make it that she has like, there's like reincarnations in it, like Krishna's in it. And like, they're on this like playing field of like the mind. And then eventually like in the third book, they end up in Vegas and like area 51. And they're trying to like extract like her vampire shit. It's definitely a nineties vampires book for young teens. Mm -hmm. And so like, they just go off. Like the, the murder is amazing. Just like in fear street as well. Like there's no lightness on the murder and the blood and the everything and like her being in love with this guy. And there's definitely some sexy scenes that were definitely pretty sexy. And I was like, yeah, I love vampires because at some point somebody's going to get fucked or, <laughs> you know, it's just it's a guarantee. Somebody's either going to suck some blood or they're going to fuck some people. Like there's only, there's uh -huh. only two options. And I love gonna both. suck some blood or you're going to suck some dick. You know, mm. like, you know, like Evanescence will play in the background. I don't give a shit. Do whatever <laughs> you want. Wake me up inside. <laughs> that song just says I'm a vampire. That, <laughs> I'm, giving, you I'm giving you your underworld fantasy. Yeah. Like you can, yeah. like I'm giving it to you. Working down the yeah. one way. I'm into it. <laughs> I'm into it. I mean, it's pretty similar for me, I would say, except, you know, a more tamer adolescent version. Yeah, R.L. Stein's How to Be a Vampire was probably yeah. the last vampire book I read as a child. Oh, no, that's a lie. I definitely have read some smutty Anne Rice vampire lore. Yeah, because she always pops up from now and again, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, but I know that I definitely prefer watching vampire stories over reading them. On that note, is there a vampire movie that you haven't seen that you're dying to see? Okay, so I was looking because I was like, yeah, actually, what vampire movies haven't I seen? And like, actually, there's a really, there's some good 90s, 80s content that I can't wait to bite. <laughs> yeah, to bite into. <laughs> <laughs> I love puns. But I was looking... And I had seen that there's this movie called The Addiction and it's shot in black and white and it has Christopher Walken and you've seen Mystic Pizza, right? We've made you watch Mystic Pizza or you haven't got a Mystic Pizza because Julia Roberts is in it. Is this why you haven't gotten on it? Yeah, I've got a pretty big aversion to Julia Roberts. I can't quite explain why. No, it's okay. I've not seen Mystic Pizza it's not very high on my to-watch list. Oh, it's a solid trash movie. And also, Portuguese. It's where they say, uh, it's where we found out where that, like, there's also another, in America, I guess they say Portuguese instead of Portuguese. Mm. And that's also a thing. And I was like, okay, what's her name? Lily Taylor. Have you heard of this woman before? You've definitely seen her once in a while. Lily Taylor. Oh, she's the chick from The Haunting. She didn't say anything. Arizona Dream. Damn. Okay, what anything recently? Because, like, girl, I know these things. It's always a race between your explanations and how quickly I can Google this person. The Conjuring. Yes, I know there her to see her. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she's in it, and it's her and Christopher Walken, and they're 
it's vampires, baby. And there's just something about Christopher Walken being his weird ass self. And if he gets to be a vampire, I'm gonna die. (laughs) I've only seen visuals of it. I've seen the trailer. I know nothing more of it. And I just want to hear Christopher Walken talk about being a vampire for an hour and a half. (laughs) Why? Why? I'd watch it. I can't do it. I'd watch it. Oh, I love him so much. So what's yours? Well, I'm very curious about this one. So there's this new Sony Marvel movie called Morbius. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, like, we always yeah, saw yeah. him in the X-Men all the time. He would always be in like white and black, I think. And he would always have the fangs. And he'd be like, I'm a mutant, but I'm a vampire mutant. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, so Jared Leto, who I'm, you know, not too keen on these days, is playing Morbius. And Tyrese, who I'm also not too keen on these days, <laughs> is in the film. <laughs> My daughter. But I haven't seen any of the new Marvel content since uh, WandaVision. And I feel like there's so much to catch up on. But Morbius coming out makes me want to... Yeah, I'm a little curious. That's all I can really say, is that my curiosity is piqued. Yo, I understand. I saw the trailer when it first came out, and I'm like, oh, don't know why this is being made, but I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Mm -hmm. again, Mm -hmm. vampires. And I was just like, but like, how does he connect? I'm not going to say he doesn't connect with people. And maybe I'm just an ignorant shrew right now. But I'm just like, (laughs) from what I remember what he was at, I was like, oh, so why are you here? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it looks good, though. Okay, so being that this is the Ghouls and Galdem podcast and everything that we talk about on this show is linked in some way to blackness, to horror, to femininity, to our Afro-Caribbean heritage, we want to talk about some Afro-Caribbean linkages to vampire. Yeah, vampires from our culture, from our people, dog. Our we people, got them too. We got them too. <laughs> Everybody's got them. Actually, funny enough, when I was looking up stuff, I forget what culture had it, but the 40 days of a transformation. That's why I found it funny, like that 40 days of night movie. Mm. Like there's like a little thing being like, oh yeah, there's like 40 days from like when somebody is bitten until like they actually can turn and such like that. And I found out that I think like the first Japanese vampire movie didn't come out until 1950 because like it turns out like a lot of people do have similar things about vampires, but like they're mostly like they were associated with demons and things like that before the vampire quote unquote came out and then you know then we started making this thing and then now we have this Mm. thing that's like taken from all these different cultures and all these different types of things like lilith lilith is technically speaking on your true blood yep lilith technically in like jewish folklore slash like religion kabbalah what would you call it Their culture, let's say, that like, yeah, Lilith is technically like on that like virtue of being like vampire and like eating babies. A lot of vampires, I guess, are depictions of women that eat babies. There's a lot. Oh, God. Yeah. There's a lot of that. No. I'm going to dive right into this baby eating bitch, the old hike (laughs) or the succuant. But more particularly to me, known as the Ol Haig. So I love it. In Guyanese culture, the Ol Haig, also known as Fire Ross, Fire Ross. Yeah. Or Anjali. The Ol Haig is always a woman, and it says that she sucks the blood of unsuspecting victims while they're sleeping. And her favorite victims are young children and babies because they got that good blood. They got that good blood. (laughs) That good blood. (laughs) That O negative or O positive. That fresh blood. So the Olhag's distinguishing feature is the fact that during the day, she lives among other Guyanese as, you know, a somewhat introverted and quiet and meek old lady. But at night, this, you know, pretty much harmless old woman removes her skin, places it inside a calabash, and Uh. travels across the sky as a ball of fire. 
heading to the home of her next victim. She got it. So the way that she enters people's homes is by shrinking herself and crawling through the keyhole. And they say that the way to prevent her entering your home is to leave the key inside your door. Oh, that's clever. On the inside. Well, you leave the key in there just a little, like you kind of turn it just a little bit so that she can crawl through the keyhole. And then if you hear the key jiggling in the middle of the night, meaning that she's trying to get through, you gotta scurry downstairs and then turn the key and squish her. Squish her. Squish her. You just squish her. That's the end. That's the end of that bitch. You squish her with the key. And then the next morning, you'll see a pile of bones there on your doorstep, meaning oh. that you got that bitch. Cool. The second, I mean, that, that only works if you're a light sleeper and you hear that yeah. key jiggling in the doorway, which would <laughs> not work for me. No. Again, I told you, don't wake me up. Don't wake I me up. I would be dead. I'd be dead. <laughs> the second way is if you find her skin in the calabash while she's out, you know, sucking people's blood. What you should do is pour salt yeah. or pepper on the oh. skin. Or you, actually, no, you pour pepper on the skin so that when she comes back and puts the skin back on, Itchy. it's going to bun up your skin. Yeah. You could also pour rice, like a sizable couple handfuls of just plain uncooked rice. You leave it in front of your doorways so that if the all hike comes to your door... Because she's a frugal bitch, she's going to bend down and just have to grain. pick up every <laughs> single grain of rice. And if... <laughs> she's like, Ross, fuck your rice. And if you leave Blood out too rice. much rice, she's going to spend all night counting the rice. <laughs> so tell when you wake up in the morning. She didn't make no because miss. Because she's still, she's still there picking out the rice. <laughs> I don't actually know what you're supposed to do when you wake up and find her still counting rice. I don't know. Maybe pour pepper sauce on her. Maybe pour some salt on her. Could you I don't imagine? Know. Like, just like waking up and being like, oh, hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> when don't did you get me. here? I just when did you, my rice. <laughs> would you fly in here? So the thing about, honestly, I love this so much. I love all of this because like, honestly, looking up more things. Okay. This is kind of funny that like, I feel like, little pieces like floated over of course from africa to the caribbean because that's just what happened because that's what we do but it's funny because the away people have something called the adze which takes the form of a firefly and hunts children and what they do khadija is they do exactly that they go into a keyhole and they suck the blood out of children so it's Mm. like it's the exact same shit it's the same thing it's the same bitch. And it's the same it's the thing. Same bitch. It's just like a firefly instead of, a, you know, an old lady going to the thing of a pinhole. You know what I'm saying? And so this, okay, this one, this one, I really, 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 really like that. I really, really like this one. Because at this point, like, is it a vampire? Is it a monster? But technically, isn't a vampire a monster? But get this visual. So this is called the Assam Bosam. It's from the Ashanti people. And this thing, creature, has iron teeth and lives in trees oh my god and what it does so they come from the akan people and it belongs to the folklore and they're like southern Ghanaian people and also ivory coast people and also tongo people and so like this has also come into like jamaican folklore as well because the akan were also enslaved in jamaica so this thing has iron teeth pink skin Oh, God. Long red hair, (laughs) iron hooks for feet, and lives in the tree. And they attack from above. Okay? This is terrifying. Bitch, this isn't over yet. This thing isn't even over. Okay? So it's like in West Africa, in the forest, they rule from renew. So what they do is they administer these rules. And they take up territory in the trees in the forest where they live and feed on people that wander into their home. And so basically the whole thing for them, it's like, it's very territorial. They're just like, yo, why the fuck are you in my forest? And so they're also humanoid creatures, like a little bit, but they also have bat-like features. They have wings, 
that are nearly 20 feet long. Oh my God. And I guess like there is like a representation of this creature in a British museum somewhere. So like, I will go look it up. I didn't look at it because I was already picturing my mind just being like, okay, so you got hook feet, you got iron teeth, you got pink skin, you got red weave, and you got 20 feet long. Red weave? Did you just say red weave, Jenna? I said red weave. (laughs) Because the bitch is sewing it in with her feet. You know what I mean? Like she's she's doing hair with her feet. She's picking, she's she's playing, she's got it. I love that one because I'm just like pink skin and red hair and iron teeth. I'm like, okay, that... Nobody's going into the forest. No child that you know is going into the forest unaccompanied because like, no, done. So then there's another one. And this is more like South African. And it's called the Impundulu. And what they do is they take form of a large taloned bird that can summon lightning and thunder. And like, I guess they they also eat people. Like, I guess there there was a big old section of vampiristic birds in African mythology. Mm. And then oh my God. there's another one, which is from uh, Madagascar, and it's called the Ragmega. And they are outlawed or living vampire who drinks the blood and eats the nail clippings of nobles. Ew, 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 ew. Yeah, man. <laughs> Ew! Not the nail clippings. Yeah, Ew. I was just like, that's a little different. But like, you know, vampires gotta eat what vampires gotta eat. And it's gotta be nail clippings. It's got, it's, I bet you a hundred bucks they really like that big toenail. Oh, come on. there's a lot of meat on that one. Come on, we didn't need that. We didn't need that. <laughs> y'all know what I'm we talking about We know which too. toenail is the heftiest. Because y'all we are know. sick. <laughs> come on. Oh, God. It's my favorite one. Oh, God. (laughs) All this tells me is that from one culture to another, there are tales of blood-sucking creatures that are far too eager to prey on humans, even the youngest of us, with our fresh, fresh, fresh baby blood. (laughs) (laughs) The freshest of baby blood. The Kirsten Dunst baby blood. No one is safe. <laughs> Don't ever be safe. But thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the Ghouls and Gelded podcast. You know, follow us on the Instas. Follow us on the Twitters. At sign. Don't forget. We got the G, the H, the O, the U, the L, the Z, the N, the G, the Y, A, L, D, E, M. Yeah, baby. Let us know what black horror film you'd like us to review next. Yeah, dog. Just slide into those DMs. Send us your recommendations. You know, show us some love and make sure to tell all your friends about us. Love it. Ghouls and Galdam is a bone lace production in association with Two Skins Entertainment. Production support was provided by James Carlisle and Andy Dolgan on behalf of Toronto-based Big Bad Audio. Check them out at bigbad.com. C-A. And our bop of a theme song was recorded by Trombotai. <laughs> 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 <laughs>